0: And my name is Nat
1: Wittayatanase. Welcome to Your Own Terms, a podcast that helps you have the life
0: of your dream. Hi, listeners. We're excited to have you on the second episode of Your Own Terms podcast.
1: Hi, everyone. Have you ever been in a room full of guys and all they talked about is women and sex? How do you feel about the conversation afterwards? And how do you deal with it? Today we'll talk about how to deal with bro talk.
0: <laughs> oh, What a heavy, <laughs> um, heavy topic.
1: <laughs> Seriously, I don't know why, but this is very common, I think, everywhere in the world. Uh, have you ever
0: experienced something like this? Oh, um, so many, so many times. Um, especially because we're we're both working in tech, right? Um, and women is a lot less in tech. I think um, we're, we're going in a positive direction, but still um, we're still quite a minority. Um, and a lot of times when you go out for networking um, and there's drinks involved, people kind of like um, went overboard with it and they kind of like less considerate um, about people who, who are on the table. Um, and it always give me, ever since when I was younger, um, up until now still um, gives me that very awkward, um, feeling of like should i speak up or should i just you know smile and nod and have a laugh with all the bros and all the guys um when i was younger um i choose the latter so just laugh it off you know chill um and then at the end of the day coming back home and feeling bad about myself is that the same for you I have terrible memory, so I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> but I think I've come across similar situations quite a few times recently as well. Um, being in like a circle of men that is, you know, very fratty. I don't know why this is a common thing. Do you have a hypothesis on like, why do
0: people love to talk about women and sex so much? Why is this
1: even funny in the first place?
0: I don't know. Like It's kind of like at the topic. Going back to the ancient era, right? It's kind of like the top- ancient era, how ancient yeah. this is this? <laughs> like Game of Thrones ancient. Um, like that's ha- that's what guys talk about, right? Like sex and like their woman, my woman, and they kind of like have fun talking about it. So I feel like that's how guys kind of bond amongst each, um, one another because it's something that they know that every guy's have in common, that they love sex and women. Hmm. It's kind of easy that way. But a lot of times, um, it's inappropriate. Um, and yeah, there's there's a few times that you, um, also talk to me about it as well. Can you can you tell our listeners about it? Yeah, for
1: sure. A few weeks ago, I was hanging out with my partner in Hong Kong. And we went out for, for dinner with a group of frat boy VCs founders, mostly men, um, who are very successful in their respective career. And it's like a small circle of like investor funding the fund, uh, the found, the similar type of founders, you know, and they like hang out together on a personal level, joke about women, joke about sex. And I came home after that dinner feeling super uncomfortable because most of the conversations was about women sex, and it wasn't outright offensive. Like there was no part of the conversation that was considered to be truly uh, offensive. So I couldn't really pinpoint what exactly made me uncomfortable, but I just knew that and in that situation, I felt uncomfortable. And there were around three girls out of maybe a group of like six men. And so when these jokes happen, you know, we tend to like laugh with the story or like kept quiet, even though some of them might not be, uh, you know, funny to us. And we kind of have to like blend in and get along, uh, throw similar jokes um, on our disadvantage or, you know, against our will. Um, that's sort of like how we blend in and, and deal with the situation. But I wonder if there's other ways that we can deal with this and how should we think about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate? You know, like, is it wrong for us to feel uncomfortable? Um, and how do we deal, deal with it?
0: Yeah, I don't think it's wrong. Um, but it it all I think it feels wrong because because everybody on the table makes it feel normal, right? And that's hence this episode, right? That we need to not make it not don't normalize it so much that other women always also feel like they need to keep quiet. Hmm. Right. right. It's like a really subtle nuance mm-hmm. um,
1: that leads to a bigger issue, I think, because in like in the tech industry, in the VC world, we uh, we know the female founders are getting less funding from from VC investors, and a lot of the the cause is not really conscious. Because if you go to like any kind of investor, you wouldn't be able to say that they are biased against women. Um, it's actually those unconscious. Um, bias against women that are at play and sometimes we're not aware of it and these kind of settings these kind of conversations uh, to me it leads to this bigger issue of like lack of funding or
0: unconscious uh, uh,
1: or kind of like show or manifest
0: Mm. in uh, their respective area because when we make decisions at the end of the day we all know it's emotions right we're not conscious about everything that we make decisions on so um Normalizing it or reproducing stereotypes about women mm-hmm. um, and sex, especially in professional setting, kind of leads to that unconscious um, bias that people have in their mind. So um, I think standing up, not only this is not like, oh, be a feminist and, you know, just break the break the circle and like, you know, um, make everybody unco- feel uncomfortable for making jokes, some stuff like that. But, um, I think what this is about is respecting your own feelings and also respecting other women as well. So, when you stand up, so when you um try to talk about it, it's not just protecting your own feelings, but it's about um helping women to get the same respect um men get on the dinner table, so to speak
1: or just helping people become aware of the the nuances mm-hmm. or these unconscious yeah. biases mm-hmm. uh, when it's less you know, in your face or less um, more nuanced and less uh, less kind yeah. of like direct, or, yeah. or, so to speak.
0: Because a lot of people, they don't even know that it's offensive or it's making other yeah. people feel uncomfortable, right? Because they're so used to it, um, which is not wrong. They just don't know about it. But if you bring it up and they still do it, then that's wrong.
1: Have you seen this movie called Partner Track on Netflix? No, really. Tell me about it. It's about a female lawyer in the US, in New York. And she works so, she's Asian and she worked Asian American and she works so hard, as hard as the, the male lawyer, if not more. But she did not get promoted to a partner. And for various reasons, one of them being, mm. you know, the other male colleagues were more fatty. And came from, like, legacy family, and they, like, talk about, you know, sports and, like, get along with, like, drinking, et cetera, and, like, all the jokes. So they were kind of, like, more of an in- inner circle people, whereas she's more like an outsider. So even though she works super hard, but she's never considered to be, like, one of them because it's, like, unconsciously their bias, like their bias against her.
0: I think it's very interesting when you say that it makes her an outsider. Because when all the boys laugh about, you know, sexist jokes, mm. it really makes me feel like an outsider.
1: That's true. Yeah, that's what I felt too. Yeah,
0: but we didn't know. Like we, like you said, we couldn't pinpoint why, but we feel like mm. we're irrelevant. Like we don't belong here. Like, should I leave so you guys can laugh about this or what? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I don't belong here. That's the yeah, feeling.
0: like one of the sentences that I think I would say is something like, let's find something we all enjoy talking about and stop mm. talking about all of these things. Right. Um, mm. But coming back to how to deal with uh, bro talk, I think starting with defining where's the line, right? Where's the line where we draw that, Hey, this is not okay. This is still funny or like where do you draw the line then?
1: It's hard because, like, like I said, in the incident that I just experienced, it wasn't outright offensive. So, like, when I came home and talked to my partner about it, he didn't get where I was coming from. Because to him, it was just, like, another night with the boys. There was no difference between, like, any other nights. So internally, I was like, so, you joke about women all the time. Is this what you do? So disappointing. Um. But on the other hand, I kind of understand where he's coming from, which is like to him, um, he doesn't feel uncomfortable the way we do. So he's not aware of like where the line should be. So it doesn't have to be like outright offensive, but I think we need to, to draw a new line where, you know, everyone should feel comfortable in the conversation. And if someone doesn't feel comfortable, they should be able to communicate or say so or share the conversations outside of that. And the group, should feel okay with someone you know putting their foot down and stating their values Mm. right but i think sometimes people are not welcome do not welcome those like such statement or comment and a lot of people are not um willing to stand up Mm. because they don't know how to communicate what they're feeling
0: Mm. i think one of the reasons because it's a gray gray area right there's no like oh this is sexist this is not also yeah exactly the word sexist, uh, misogynistic, all these words are very, very, are very strong words. And to label someone that they are that is a it's a very strong um accusation. Right. So mm. I think people feel uncomfortable stating the fact that, oh, this joke is sexist. This joke is not OK. So I think where I draw the line would be, um like you said, if it's making you uncomfortable, it does, just like every other topics in the world, right? If you have daddy issues, for example, and you don't feel comfortable about people talking about men who are abusive, right? You don't have to put labels to it. You just tell to the group of people that, hey, this is making me a little bit uncomfortable. Can we like switch the topic politely? Um, Then that should be fine. Like don't put labels. Do people say that actually? I um, feel like,
1: I mean, and maybe this is my Asian
0: Gene, uh, I
1: don't know if people actually say that. <laughs> they what? Can we say that? How do we say it politely? That like Maybe this is topic? making me
0: Uncomfortable. I do say it, um, but it, I don't say it all the time. Which is going to lead to our um second point on how to deal with it, right? But find a way to steer off that topic. I think and and making sure that your close friends or people who bring who who's the closest. To mm. you get that circle, know that this is not okay for you?
1: Once we're aware that we're uncomfortable, mm. we should make known to those around us mm-hmm. that this is making me comfortable. Uh, can we talk about something else? Suppose you're out drinking with a group of founders, you know, all male mostly, and they keep like, you know, joking about women and sex. What would you say? Would you say anything in that situation?
0: First point is that I need to be able to, ident- I need to identify first whether or not this group of people is open-minded enough first. Second point is that are they close to me enough? They don't have to be my bestie, right? But they need mm. to be close to me enough in the sense that they kind of give a shit about what I feel or what I say, right? Um, And third, one other thing that you really need to consider is is this person if he or she hates you does it going to affect you professionally and how to what extent is that going to be impact to to your to your professional life take Mm -hmm. all this into account and then you need to decide um if this battle is worth fighting for are you going to be able to win this battle and win by winning doesn't mean like you have to like make them feel so ashamed that they lose or nothing like that. But winning means they understand and, and you feel good about yourself and they feel good, better about the situation. Right. Like a win win situation. If it's a no, then I would just walk out and try to not be in this group of of, of people or like in this situation mm. again, because you kind of see the sign, you kind of smell it when it's coming, right? Oh, this is staring towards that direction that I don't like. I'll just walk out. But if it's if it's like, oh, if it's a yes, I think they would understand if they're open-minded enough, I would say it. I mm. would just say sometimes because we're living, me especially in Thai culture, right? I would just play it off as a joke. Like, oh, <laughs> this is so sexist. You would say that. I say that I like oh, this is so sexist and I don't think this is okay and then yes. and they would like laugh too right they would like type people be embarrassed they would be like oh yeah right oh we need to respect her let's change the topic and they would just laugh embarrassingly and then stare off the topic
1: at least they're respectable about it I could I can imagine you can go like another way which is like um, them all looking staring at you and like what the fuck are you talking about we're just having fun why are you like being a bitch yeah
0: yeah <laughs> so that's why that's why first you need to read the room um whether or not you can say it second don't say it as like this is my statement i'm making a play it off as something that just leave some way for them to escape as well because we don't mm. want them to feel ashamed, right? Because if yeah. you embarrass them, then you ruin the relationship. You don't want to ruin the relationship. What about you? Um, how did you deal with the situation apart from you know talking to your partner?
1: Um, I liked what we talked about before when I when I first experienced this, which was how do you make people around you aware so that they can help prevent the situation from happening again. Or help prevent you from having to face the uncomfortable situation, right? Because, uh, you and your friends or you and your partner are the ones who can control the situation. So as long as, you know, people around you aware of what you value, what your value is and, you know, what constitutes that value, what counts as like appropriate, what counts as not appropriate, then they can kind of help steer the ship. And be the one who you know understands you understand you the most so that they can figure out if you know if he, he or she is hanging out with this person again whether or not they should be inviting you to the group Um, is there anything that they can help to facilitate the conversation you know as you know a person in the middle they can also raise their voice as well as a man who is you know ha- who has uh, better relationship with those people more than me then they can be the one who help facilitate uh or you know change the subject or steer the conversation the more ally we have the better and I think creating those set of allies uh, and making sure people understand your value is something that you can do indirectly it doesn't solve the situation right away but in the long term it helps create an environment that you feel health, like you know comfortable yeah and, and and something that you you you're okay with
0: you made me think about how you and I have been trying to create more content to raise awareness about um women empowerment, women in the economy. Um one of the ways is that if you talk a lot about this, people will kind of know that kind of know what not to talk in front of you. True. <laughs> right? Like True. if you talk about it enough, people kind of like, okay, this is a sensitive topic. I'm not going to touch that. Right. So I think that would help. It's
1: true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, in any sort of like value, right? Uh, if you stand by your value and you make those values known to other people, and if they care about you, they respect that. If they don't, they might just laugh it out. And that's OK. That's not the kind of people that you have to keep as close friends. Anyway, you might have to be polite in a business setting, but you don't need to deal with them on a prof- like on a personal setting. And unfortunately, we can't change everyone's mind. So, you know, it is what it is. But we can only raise awareness and and help people become more aware. But we can't change them.
0: Um, one of the tactics that I can think of is just don't smile, don't laugh it off, right? Like, okay, hear me out. I know the first thing, the first tactic I said is playing it off as a joke, right? But if you can't play it off as a joke or if it's really offensive but you don't really want to say anything, just give them the dead stare. Like, (laughs) it's not funny. Like, why is it funny? I don't find it funny, you know? Like, I think, um, and then they would know. Like, you don't need to say it out every time. But if you just, if they make that joke and you feel like it's not funny, And it's directly like to you or like, you know, in your face kind of situation, just don't laugh about it because laughing about it kind of reinforce that, you know, if you're going to laugh about it, play it off as a, you are um, a sexist person joke. If not, don't laugh about it. I think it takes courage to stand by your value and it takes courage to accept that not everybody has to like you and not we are not going to have that courage from day one you're not going to come out of your teenage year feeling like I don't care and nobody likes me you're going to be looking for that validation especially in your early years of your professional life right but over time you would learn that Being as being liked and being associated with people that's like against your value kind of make you feel worse about yourself. It doesn't make Mm -hmm. you feel better about yourself and people who really has that value. Maybe they have some people out there has the same value that you have, but they see you that you don't stand up for your own value and you kind of blend in with this group of people who they kind of feel like, oh, this is not my of people. Then you may miss an opportunity to, to develop a good relationship, real meaningful relationship that helps you grow as a person. So you need to ask yourself that for your job or your career or whatever that you're doing, do you still need this person right now, as of now or in the near future in your line of work? If you still do, then don't burn the bridges for me, for me, um, especially I think in in Thai culture, don't burn the bridges because everybody knows everybody, but just don't reinforce it. And if there there's is. chance that people ask for your feedback or there's a, there's a platform that you can talk about it, talk about it. And then at the end, people will know that this is not okay. You don't need to name names. You don't need to shout it to their face, right? But at the end, they would know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, love I think that's that. right. What about you? How what do you about navigate, me? Navigate, you know, being light and also standing by your value, standing up for yourself.
1: I would speak up, but I would speak up to people who are close to me. I think um I I tend to don't uh care less about people who are less important to me but I care a lot about people who matter. So I keep like very, uh, only a few people or like a small group of people around me, right? That are close. And so making sure that those people are aware of what I stand for and what my values are is important for me. But if other people, you know, share different values and if they're not close to me, it's fine. I don't need to to change their mind. Um, And I can use other platform, like you said, to speak up and like raise awareness about this. For example, just like on a uh, different point, uh, values can be different things, not only like sexist things, right? It can be, you know, value against materialism, for example. And uh, there was one time where uh, my partner shares a joke about, you know, like this woman wearing like a small necklace versus this woman who wears like really big necklace of the same brand of it, like, you know, he laughs about it. And I was like, dude, like that's not okay because you're essentially saying that she, this is funny because this person has less, which shouldn't be the case because um it's like, you know, it's materialistic and it's not, it doesn't say anything about the person. So for me, that is against my value. And I would make known to the person who I care about that it's not okay as well. And sometimes they might not be aware just because, you know, it might be something funny or they don't care too much about it. Uh, But, you know, it's not like they don't share the value, but they're just not aware. So making sure that they're aware is important. And sometimes that's all it takes because, you know, people around you, if you're a good person, most people around you will be good too but it's just different level
0: of awareness that needs fine tuning. Mm. Oh, I love how you're so at peace with all this. It takes it takes years of <laughs> of working and dealing with people to be at peace with like, okay, um, this is how you're going to be. It's not my job to fix you. It's not my job to make you the same way I am right and it's not like they are wrong or anything like where do you, where do we draw the line of being right or wrong right hmm. um, but don't try to fix anybody i think um that's so, i think
1: there's only right. a few relationships that matters right your partner maybe your close friends but mostly your partner really <laughs> cuz <'Cause> you have <laughs> to live with this person and you want to make sure that yeah. your values are aligned right But if it's friends, you're like more forgiving because you don't have to spend 24-7 with them and you're not marrying them. So um, yeah, yeah, the consequences less. But making sure that people Mm -hmm. are close, really core to you, understand and have the same value is important to me.
0: Yeah, um, you made me think about another point. Um, I think another thing that I want to leave before we wrap this up is that um, to the to your point that you said that don't try to fix other people. um, don't try to make any um everybody um the same way that you like it to be, th- the same way that you like the world to be because it's not your job first. Second, it's impossible. Um, it's very tiring and it's very it's impossible, so I thought about how we take it personally a lot of times. Um, whether it's about sexist joke, materialistic joke, any jokes, any any sayings that are against our value. Um, a lot of times um, we take it very personally. So we try to change other people. Like, don't talk about this. Don't do that. Don't do this. But we need to keep a note that what they say is not about us. Like, it's about them. It's how they see the world. It's how they value things. It's how they see themselves. It's how they see their friends. It's not about you as a person or the world as a reality, right? So with that in mind, no matter what people say, if it's not in your face, if it's, if it's not making you feel very bad or making um, women, for example, look really bad in professional setting, then I think we can leave it at that. Like we don't need to try to change anybody um but we need to draw the line where it gets very offensive and not reinforce the norm i would say
1: let's summarize the conversation one is you know it's important to find something we all enjoy talking about because uh these subtle nuances and these small incidents could lead to bigger issues in the societies for example funding gap for example unconscious bias against women. Uh, two is how you deal with the situation. First, you need to think about reading the room, like figuring out how to play it off as a joke. And if the person you're interacting with is important to your career or not, if they do, then try to steer the conversation in a polite way, don't burn the bridges. You, one way that you can do is not reinforcing the conversation. And just by not participating is already, you know, you standing up for your value without even uh, without having to speak up for it. But better yet, if you can speak up, then speak up to people around you who are close to you and who you know that their values matter to you. Then, you know, fine tuning that that value um, to be aligned uh, will help you have, you know, a better and healthier relationships together. And it takes courage to speak up. So it grows over time. Um, But if you don't, then you won't feel good about yourself. So try to speak up.
0: Um, Two last points. Um, First point about um, confronting people, right? Um, Keep in mind that it's not about winning. It's not about winning them over. It's not about making them accept that they are guilty about this and not do it again and feel ashamed. It's about winning in this situation is that they understand that this is disrespectful and they don't reproduce it. And it's better for the ecosystem as a whole in long-term, right? So um, try to detach your emotions out of it um, when it gets into an argument or into, into a discussion
1: right Um, oh can I can I add one more thing here I think most people are good people like they're don't they don't intend to create such situation but maybe most of the time they're just not aware that this is causing a problem yeah so like fine-tuning the awareness raising the awareness is the first step that you can take because most of the time people are good people and they're not they don't intend for things to be that way
0: yeah yeah, starting from that, um, and you'll be the right mindset to, to raise awareness um, towards this. And last but not least is don't blame yourself. Um, like we keep saying that a lot of things depends on the context, right? And there's a lot of things that you need to juggle. Relationship, professional life, finance, this and that. And also your value is one of them as well. So it depends on the situation that you can speak. Some of the situation you can speak up. Some of the situation you can just only steer off to the conversation towards other ends or some of the conversation you can just stand there and not laugh about it or some of the situation you can't, you, you just can just walk out of that conversation. So no matter how much you can do, don't blame yourself that you didn't stand up for your, for, for humanity or your value enough, right? Because that's all you can do at the moment. And just Try to expand your comfort zone a little bit, little by little, um, and do as much as you can. That already takes a lot of courage. If you like our content, please show us some love by giving us a five-star rating on your podcast app. We'd also love to hear your comments,
1: feedback on your Own Terms. podcast on Instagram.
0: We'll see you in the next episode. Bye!